Welcome to Banter, music talk by the people, for the people. Guess what, guys? We're, We're back! back! What? So, we have come back from our global trips, Matt from Colombia, Colombia. and myself from uh, the Baltics. We actually have somebody that we brought back with us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I gotta go get her. She's in the other room. She's such a, she's such a fucking bitch sometimes. And she's also a tease. Uh, come here, Consuela. 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 Come, come over to the microphone. Okay. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Consuela, it's so nice to have you on Bay. Oh, uh, you know, like, I come back from Colombia with Matt, you know, like, he's very cute. You like, you have you seen him? So how did he stuff you in his... Oh, that's the word I like to hear, okay? <laughs> so, Consuela, I... Yes? So... Uh-huh. I'm so happy that you're here for Oh, for same. And some of our listeners have met Consuela in person. Some of you have met Consuela. I know you come to America. You you crazy people over here in the States. Consuela, oh my God. Consuela, tell us about what you think about being in Trump's America for the first oh, time. Oh, he's almost as tan as me, okay? Listen up here, okay? But, uh, you know, I don't like all the some of the things he does, okay? Like, he has that little keyboard elf, okay? That's the attorney in general, okay? I don't like him because, you know... He kind of he kind of freaks me out and stuff, okay. And then also Melania, what the hell's going on with that girlfriend, okay? Slapping away his hand and stuff. That's not how you get paid, girlfriend, okay? Consuela, you are on point with so many. Oh, do you know it? Do you know it? Consuela, I think that uh, if you ever want to suggest uh-huh. a topic for banter, maybe starting with like just a full-on review of like all your favorite Colombian artists, like okay, and, okay. I mean, you know, okay. Shakira, everything. Okay. But really, I just want to talk about that Justin Bieber boy, okay, for like one half hour, okay? I was about to ask. Okay, but I got to go, friend, okay? Consuela. Like, uh, the streets don't work themselves, girlfriend, okay? <laughs> got to go. Thank you, Consuela. Let's oh. all give it up for Consuela. Oh, God, what a fucking weirdo she is. Jeez Louise. Uh, so we didn't get into any trouble on our trips. We did <sighs> no. not drink a drop of alcohol. No alcohol. No alcohol. All it was was just simply good old clean fun. Good old, good old clean Good American. I'm talking going back to 1950 Mayberry fun. In fact, they filmed us in black and white. In fact, I didn't even take my pants off the whole time because I didn't want to even even make it an option Yes. for someone to be swayed to the dark side. Hence our thinly veiled sarcasm. But yeah. we made it back in one piece. We're back. And uh, we that's the theme of this episode. None of us were detained. I, w- I was groped a couple times by Colombian policemen, sure. But, but then again, you know, Consuela told him to embrace it. Oh, she, 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 you, can't, you can't bring her anywhere nice. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, that's uh, we, we had a blast. And uh, I'm sure we could go on and on and on about our trips. But this guys, is banter. You guys are ready to hear the music. So before we begin our new music, we new, just want to make new. one more hug for our Indiegogo campaign. Yes. We've had some pretty amazing donations so far. We right? truly have. And, we, and to those of you that have donated to us, thank you so, so much. It means the world to us. Uh, we are working on our uh we have our final list together of our equipment uh i think i spieled about it last time but uh we are 42 percent to our goal yeah so let's let's get that next 58 percent. we have 17 more days in the uh, the campaign right so yes we're, we're almost there and again we're so excited for the people that have contributed and who will be making the run to banter yeah. very soon and any bit helps uh for uh in the top prize for a hundred dollars you can ask me to rate any country album could be Florida Georgia Line, could be George Strait. Track by track and a whole album. I will review it in gross detail and bring it back to you. And then you can also come onto the show, of course. That's uh, an offer I wouldn't turn down, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a 
hate country music. You said that almost in a Trump voice with like a little bit of a, a <sighs> chin I hate country music. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I guess I just picked it up when I was down in, what is it, South Mexico, according to Trump. <laughs> Colombia is basically South Mexico. Anything south of the wall is South America. South of Texas must be Mexico. And if it's south of Mexico, I don't know. It's Antarctica, from what I know. So that is basically the best uh Impression that I've heard actually of, of a Texan in a very long time. Texas, <laughs> um, born and raised here. I don't know where my accent went. <laughs> so anyway, enough of the admin bullshit. We're ready to get started with our. Tay-Tay, as I like to call her, Taylor Swift, um, released, re-released her entire discography back onto Spotify after being absent from Spotify since 2014, not only delivering a blow to Apple Music, which was kind of heralding themselves as the sole proprietors of Lil Tay-Tay's music, but now uh, she is also outstreaming Katy Perry, who just released a new album because they have that little feud going on. And uh, I, don't, I don't know who I like more. Um, I'm going to have to probably... Uh, I don't, I, I don't want to say it. I, I wouldn't. You don't I'm not to. going to. I'm not going to. Uh, but I will say this. Katie's latest album... I do, ooh, boy. Swish Swish is a good way to say it. Swish Swish, yeah. Just the windshield wipers. Swish, swish. Yeah, Swish Swish. Um, it's a good song. I like it. It's got Nicholas Minaj on it, on the track. Um, and uh, it's catchy. Swish Swish Bish. I mean, that's that's as good as it gets lyrically. Yeah, I think. Um, but yeah, the album's a, it's okay. It's not terrible, but it's it's. Mm. Swish Swish is probably the best song yeah. on it. Yeah. So uh, we'll move on. Uh, Danger Mouse came out with a uh, a new song called "Chase Me," and uh, it is it's a nice listen. Uh, it's coming off of uh, or excuse me, it's featuring Run the Jewels and Big Boy. And uh, I uh, love Run the Jewels, and I love Outcast, so I certainly love the larger half of Outcast, Big Boy, hey, with Danger yeah. Mouse. Uh, it's a really, it's a really good song, really catchy. Um, we gotta zip through this. I'm so sorry. I'm going. I'm so sorry, so sorry. A thousand pardons. Um, the only heirs, local natives, just came out with a new song. They are going to have to have a new album coming out because they've been releasing all these singles that have similar album covers. Uh, new albums impending. I. Uh, really like this the song. They haven't put out any bad songs yet that are coming off the album, but they're one of my favorite bands, so I, I wouldn't expect anything less. Uh, Grizzly Bear, new song, Morning Sound, new album coming out. Um, Snoop Doggy Dog came out with a new song called Go On, and uh, it's it's off of a uh, excuse me, it's actually off of a new album that he just released called Never Left, which actually fits into our theme today. Yeah. Artist making a comeback, but. Uh, 
Uh, uh, it's okay. Uh, moving on to something that's much more exciting. Uh, Phoenix just released a new album on Friday as well called Tiamo. I've included a couple of tunes off that album onto this playlist, uh, one being t the self-titled track Tiamo, which was the single released at the time that I made this playlist, as well as Tutti Frutti, track three off the album, which I thought was re really catchy and really Good fun. Uh, it's a very self-aware album. It, uh, it talks a lot about the stuff going on in the world today, but in a very catchy, poppy way. kind of reminds me of Youth Lagoon, if you're into that band, uh, but with a Phoenix spin, so it's a lot of fun to listen to. Um, Iggy fucking Azalea just came out with a new song called Switch. Not to be confused with Switch. Switch. Not to be confused with Switch. 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 God, say that God, I can't. And uh, it is. Uh, it's just such a bad song. <laughs> I just. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. So, yeah, let's, let's move on. Uh, Waves came out with a new album called um, You're Welcome. It's uh, It's nice if you like rock. Uh, moving on, Courtney Barnett, uh, new album How to Boil an Egg. Good song. Um, DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled is uh, releasing a new album. It's gonna have like 29 songs on it. Makes me happy in DJ Khaled like, fashion. I, I'm I'm kind of a late bloomer in the DJ Khaled train. He's today, great. I was listening to uh, the Keys song. What's it called? Uh, oh, uh, um, don't don't lose the keys, or you found the keys. Something with keys. Yeah, something. It's keys. a great lifting song for yeah. you meet heads listening to banter. Yeah, but it's gonna have like uh, it's the the artist list is phenomenal on it. It's up it's up there with like um. With Calvin Harris's new album, which is coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, but this one has Drizzy Drake on it. It's called To the Max. Uh, he actually made Drake ha uh, kind of rap again. Good yeah. for him. What a task. I know. Um, Halsey came out with a new album. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Hopeless Fountain Kingdom. Uh, Lowercase. Lower lower that's, that's where she fucked up. Because <laughs> Lord decided to go down. <laughs> no, because everyone's going all caps now, Rohan. Oh, that's sorry. Yeah. I don't know what Lord's going down on, but I'm I'm listening. <laughs> or Lord, call, call me. <laughs> okay. That's uh, a plug. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's not a very good album. Um, Major Laser just came out with an EP. Uh, I included the song Buscando Gelas. Well, that means finding. Finding Nemo. <laughs> sure. <laughs> My Spanish is broke in half. I I listened to so much. I talked so much Spanish while I was there, and I'm just I'm just not good at Spanish. Well, Consuelo is teaching you. That's what yeah. Consuelo is teaching that. But um, yeah. I I put the song on there. It's got Sean Paul on it of all people. He's slowly making a comeback. Another plug for our soon-to-be discussion. Uh, moving on, Radiohead released a track off of OK Computer, their 1997 album. It's a previously unreleased track, uh, but they got it out of the vault. It's called I Promise, and they just record, They just performed it live for the first time in however long 1997 was. 20 years, I guess. Yeah. 20 years ago, so that's pretty exciting. I'm a huge Radiohead nerd, so uh, that was hot, hot shit to me, but probably not to you if you don't like Radiohead. Um, Party Next Door just released a, a new EP called Colors 2. Colors. The British spelling, colours. He released colours too. Well, that's not British. That's French. Whatever. Um, so if you like Party Next Door, it's very like slow R and B, uh, electronic R and B. It's good. If you like his old stuff, it's the exact same. Alt Alt J, or as I call them, Alternative J, came out with a new album called Relaxer. I don't like Alt J, and this album just reinforced that fact. So if you like Alt J, then you would you will listen to this album. Uh, if you don't like Alt-J or don't know who they are, go ahead and with me and let's progress to the next album. 
Uh, Beach Fossils just came out with a new album called Somersault. It's very beachy and rocky. Uh, it's a lot of fun to listen to. Um, give it a shot. It's, uh, it's nice for the summer. Uh, David Guetta just released a new track with The Beebs. Was he asleep during the recording? All he did was hit a button. Uh, I, so, yeah, so I'm... Uh, <laughs> DJ Sleepy Sleep, David Guetta himself. But um, uh, So this song's with Justin Bieber called To You. It was actually not bad. I, I kind of found it to be catchy. I, I So I'm, I'm kind of irritated with Justin Bieber right now after he released that drunken video of him just butchering Despacito, yeah. just making up words and saying burrito, burrito. Doritos, yeah. Doritos. It, that is unfair. I mean, that's self-sabotage. Right there. Yeah, like he was just on a rise again, and like he's doing this shit again, and it just it just irritates the bejesus. The things me. that kid won't do for attention. Yeah, so I'm kind of over the J. Biebs train. So for me, this song just irritated me. Fair so enough. I probably not fair to David, but um, he, he's too asleep to notice. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's made his money. Um, SZA just released a new album called Control. It's fantastic. Um, the song I picked was Does in the Wind because it has Kendrick Lamar on it, and everyone knows about my huge Ooh, adoration yeah. for Kendrick. Uh, so this song says pussy about 500 times in it, though, and it makes me giggle. So uh, that's that's pretty exciting. Um, so Doves in the Wind, great great track off of the album Control. The whole thing's really good. If you like SZA, if you've never listened to her before, she's, again, kind of, she reminds me of, like, a Jean Aiko uh, or a uh, Kalani, just kind of uh, very slow R&B and, and, and very good tunes, and she's a great singer. Uh, Sia just released a new song called Free Me. It, it was released uh, as a, um, all the proceeds she gets from this song are going to go to HIV awareness and uh, prevention and uh, helping to find a better cure for HIV. So that's pretty good. It's a, it's a slow song. It's very pa- uh, passionate. Uh, the music video is, uh, who's, the, who's the girl that was in Guardians of the Galaxy? Zoe, Zoe Solana? Maybe. Ooh, I can't remember, but uh, for movie tour. Yeah, yeah, movie tour. <laughs> I never claimed to be good at movies, just music. Uh, she's she's in the music video, and it's a very touching uh, music video. It's a very nice song. So that's give why it. she's the greatest. No pun. The greatest around. Matt doesn't like that song, but I do. The greatest. I'm okay with it. It's growing on me. You know what grew on me? So that that local native song. Actually, I gotta just get it out there. Go for it. Shape of You has grown on me since oh. Columbia because I heard it so many times. I just found my little my little butt my little butt just was shaking away to it. I couldn't help myself. Okay, I did listen to it on the car on the way here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. admit it, but whatever. I'm shape of you. Okay, we got four left. In the South by Big Boy featuring Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane is uh, also making a comeback. Hell yeah, he just got out of. I'm guessing he just got out of prison again. Um, but uh, Big Boy's been making all these songs, so if he wants to have a new album come out, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind. Mm. Jean Aiko, speaking of, speaking of the devil there, I just mentioned her. Uh, she just she uh, has a new song out called While We're Young. It's Jean aiko so it's good. It's exactly like her genre. It fits right in with her uh, repertoire. Um, and then we will end with uh, an album that I just threw on there today called Planetarium. It is featuring James McAllister, Bryce Dessner of The National, Sufjan Stevens, and Nico Muli. And uh, it is a album that the four of them put together, and uh, it is gorgeous if you like The National or Sufjan's music. It's just like a mixing of worlds, and uh, I just I love this album to death. So, um, yeah. Well, that was our... Yeah. I definitely uh, 
drink a lot of fluids before then just to like practice for that because it, it, yeah it's quite exercise that could be sexual yeah. um anyway yeah. great job man. fluids are great for the throat yeah opening it up consuelo we know so sorry consuelo just you know you taking your talking life shit about her um, in front of god and everyone here <laughs> so um that was beautiful great for doing what 24 songs in, in a couple i think that's a record-setting time actually for me yeah definitely. i usually rant longer than that for music but i have to say that was probably one of my favorite new music uh playlists that you put together oh, um i listened to a lot of them at work today and aside from the halsey song i was there's some self-proclaimed clunkers on there they I, are. I totally like it was yeah no like that's that's what i like to hear um so the fun so of course i'm gonna say we wanted to do this one in the spirit of being back but just as a disclaimer to our listeners a lot of artists are going to come back you can actually say that each and every artist is going to come back at some point in their you can say about Katy Perry's before so she put out an album. Exactly. And so, to uh, just to be fair, these are ones that we felt had significant comebacks for whatever reasons, and, and we tried to collect a variety of reasons. Like either went through a personal crisis, or they just took some time off to do something different in their life, or they split off into another band. Exactly. Or they had some health issues, or they just wanted to, you know, freaking have a family event, like birth to a child. Whatever. Yeah, so, some dumb like that. Yeah, making bad decisions. Ugh. So, do hood rat shit with your friends, like making babies with your partner. Going to McDonald's at four in the morning to get a nosh. Like, yeah, whatever, Braj. Whatever, Braj. <laughs> Something I may or may not have done a couple times when I was abroad, but that's neither here nor there. So, anyway, for our listeners who may have some beef with our selections, don't take it personally. You can always suggest it for future banter podcasts. In fact, each decade you could go through a you know, list of people specifically to each one who may have had a comeback but this mm-hmm. is our list and it's our podcast so we do what we want yeah or you can leave us a review on itunes yeah or give suggestions yeah <laughs> bonus so let's start with our number one justin timberlake justin timberlake that's how he says his name i asked oh well i didn't know that you were besties with him did he go to AM? probably well, who didn't <laughs> i'm sure that every Aggie oh yeah did. most people <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> whatever I, at the gym i was just sad there was an a&m flag like hanging out in the small training room and, like everyone was wearing a&m gear in there and at the end uh one of the trainers in the gym was like yeah there are a lot of a&m people that come through here i was like oh i'm about to go record a podcast with my buddy who went to a&m i just can't get away oh from my that. gosh we're like we're like herpes <laughs> you don't want them but they just keep coming back pretty much <laughs> it's okay nothing against the aggies um but justin timberlake come back here there's been a lot um but in reality we're talking about how he came back from acting so this is 2013 um the comeback album that i thought was probably the biggest one was 2020 yeah and, and for the record, I don't really love JT a lot, but, you know. Ooh, I'm the opposite. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I love his songs. I love his top songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, for example, I remember when I was a freshman in high school and I was walking my dog and Like I Love You came on and there was something about that song that just made me, like, want to dance in the street. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. That's terrible. Sorry, the animals are back. Um, but um, I, I didn't know this until today. JT's only had three albums. Justified, which is 2002. That's when that right. album came out. Uh, Future Sex Love Songs. Which Future all know Sex Love Sounds. I think but that she knows. think that she knows. And that also had Sexy Back, which I think was, you know, every time my friends went through a breakup that year, I told them to change their ringtone to Sexy Back. It did the opposite from helping them recover. It just made them want to murder the song. So that's something I well, and my love. And another one you say is from my um, but you know the the thing about it is is that he uh, I you know he's had kind of a very storied career path 
with yeah. NSYNC, um, and then you know going solo, doing some more. The Mickey NSYNC. Mouse Club as a kid. <sighs> That I forgot about. Yeah. Mention. Um, and then collaborating with a lot of other artists. I mean, he's actually kind of been around the block. Not sexual. Uh, well, I don't know. We don't, we don't want to talk about his personal life because we love JT. Yeah. Um, but he's collaborated with 50 Cent, um, working with, uh, you know, Akon and with, um, you know, creating uh, music scenes with Madonna. Yeah. Um, the infamous Super Bowl. The infamous Super Nip Bowl. Nip Slip. Yeah. I mean, things are coming out like AO Technology, 4 Minutes. Love and Sex and Magic, and then 2020 was when he really made his individual comeback, mm-hmm. yeah. um, starting with February 2013 when he dropped yeah. Mirrors. Yeah, Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids, I believe, was his backing band for this tour. Yeah. Um, double album, too, not just coming back with an album, it was a double album. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was a solid comeback it was a very solid um comeback. part one was a lot better than part two i thought I but uh, i mean suit and tie come on yeah who hasn't danced a suit and tie at a wedding no absolutely not actually i went to a wedding the other day where suit and tie was not played but it was also a country wedding so i fit right in <laughs> yeah i'm making a grimace right now you can't see yeah i can literally see all 20 32 of your teeth right now as you say that they're all, there. Teeth, they're all there they're all there shucks um so i thought that mirrors was a great album as you mentioned number one was definitely better number two yeah um you know that song right there right now um let the groove get in let the groove get in right there right now was that on number one or number two that was on part one yeah it's on part one okay groove get in because it's like eight minutes i yeah. used to play it when i was doing cardio because i could hit it i could play it three times and then i'd be done i actually played it in my yoga class the one with weights Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's a great warm-up song. You do yoga with weights? Yeah, one of the classes I teach. Oh, sweet! Four years. Ago. I don't want to go to that one. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just go to your normal, normal yeah. run-of-the-mill yoga. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's. If you want to see a grown man cry, just do normal yoga with me. In child's pose, the tears won't be visible. Oh boy. Um. So that was JT. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to add. Uh, I mean, he just made a second. Co- so, uh, 2020 experience came out in what? 2010. 2013. Yeah. And then he just came out with. I can't stop feeling. Got this feeling in my body. Yeah, that was what twenty. That was last year, twenty sixteen. So he just kind of made a second comeback again. But that was just a single for the album, for the movie. But and for those who this is gonna be cliche, who are getting married soon, again making poor decisions. Just kidding. I love weddings. Um, <laughs> if you need some recommendations for a song that gets people dancing, like yeah. right at the beginning of the wedding, because I've actually seen this like five times since the song came out. Mm-hmm. Um, not just weddings I've been to, but like on videos and stuff. That's what people use to get people yeah. out there dancing. It's a great one. The answer is never the cha-cha slide. Whoa. That's like once the open bar is flowing for three hours. Exactly. That's when you. That's that's sort of when you can make a stumble when you're peaking or whatever. Yeah, and you have to have at least like, I don't know. I, I hate that song. <laughs> um, moving on from there. Hello. It's me, Adele. I was wondering if after all this time you'd like to meet. So Adele's comeback year was 2015. I, I remember yeah. the Adele train taking off in 2011. She yeah. took the whole world by storm. Um, because, I mean, her, her, well, her, her two big years were actually 2009 and 2011. But yeah. I'd say 2011 was probably the biggest one in 25. Right. 21. Where's the track of I can't remember. 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 I
red as rain. That's the damn song. He wants to be hot as rain. Like a nice little prince. Oh, Adele, I want to talk in a cockney accent. Gosh, she's so cute. I love Adele. Adele came back swinging with two fists. And like I said, I don't personally venerate her as much, but I, I respect her so much as an artist. Oh, absolutely. One thing that I actually adore is that she uh, was very honest and upfront about why mm-hmm. she would have a lapse. Um, I had heard that she was having some health stuff, like her vocal cords or yeah. something like that. I don't know if it's actually yeah. true. Well, that and she had a baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, But her, her, artist, her album um, is really raw. Yeah, it's really emotional, and uh, you gotta always respect someone for putting that out there, and not oh, just absolutely. for commercial purposes. No. Um, and right now she's touring. Um, fun fact: a former coworker of mine's um, husband is Adele's personal trainer. Well, so, well, where are tickets, bro? I know, right? So he goes on tour um, with Adele all the time, obviously to train her, and then my coworker gets to tag along whenever, what? whenever she wants to. Well, what about us? This is something that I can ask about. Okay, as as banter host, I think this is important in our lives. We'll archive that one. Okay, if you're listening, Adele, give us some fucking tickets, man. Um, any more some comments on, on Adele before? We I could talk about her for a while. Um, I I just really respect what she does with her voice. It's a it's a once in a lifetime kind of voice, um, and she's just she just seems fun. Yeah. I don't like James Corbin. I think he's over the top, kind of like Jimmy Fallon, but like his carpool karaoke with her was awesome yeah because she was doing like uh missy elliott and shit like that it was hilarious she just seems like really cool to hang out with yeah uh god bless missy we've talked about her on mm. this ep- on this podcast before and yeah we missy has a special place in shit you know what i missed on uh on the new, new music, music playlist salt and pepper just came out with a new album really i'm i'm kind I'm, of in a bad place with salt and pepper right now well i i completely forgot to put a tune off that onto the playlist i was looking at it today and i meant to and i missed but, it's gonna uh, be on episode seven don't yeah worry. Uh, uh, well, yeah i don't really want to listen to the album all the way through i'll be honest but fair enough it's it's out there world so i have to start our third person with don't look at me for the words well um so holla back girl aka gwen stefani gwen stefani um did you like no doubt back in the day okay oh yeah i thought no doubt was no doubt better than her solo stuff there were some amazing no doubt songs that spider webs fuck yas fuck yas underneath it all was actually extremely sensual but just like kind of beautiful i i feel like no doubt was kind of like the black eyed peas but far less ratchet yeah and they actually played (laughs) instruments and had talent (laughs) sorry black eyed peas i'm not apologizing to the black eyed peas oh man i shouldn't be so pc on our own fucking podcast oh i swear you put out a shit song like boom boom pal that i have to listen to more than one time i'm no (laughs) for money yeah, I think Boom Boom Pow was created. That's up there with Trump and things that have done shitty things for money. It, it was created for jazzercise moms who go to the YMCA's that are in predominantly white suburbs. Oh, boy. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> That's desperately spot on. <laughs> uh, but no doubt. Uh, so Gwen Stefani, obviously, no doubt, right? Yeah. Um, and she actually took about a... I don't know, 15-year hiatus before 2016, when she came back with "This Is What the Truth Feels Like." Yeah. Or the, um, the 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 album was actually something that she had started on back in 2014. I remember, uh, and then she 
went through a lot of work in creating her songs, but she actually felt like none of her work was really all that authentic. Uh, and so she kind of went through a, a little bit of a revision phase. And then in 2016, when she released this album, it was basically her breakup record. Um, and she included a lot of dark themes to it, but it was really sarcastic and she kind of wanted to be light. Um, and it revolves around a lot of things like betrayal, disappointment, um, but also moving on from that broken relationship and falling in love again. With Blake Shelton. <laughs> Of all people. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Strikes the wrong chord in Matt's book because we got country right here. Oh, and he is the fakest of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody talks like this on purpose. <laughs> well, they probably do, but, you know, they're probably not listening to banter either, so <laughs> whatever. Um, uh, not much else I have more to say about Gwen Stefani, but if this is her comeback start, we're looking forward to seeing more stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, you... you literally can't get worse than Hollaback Girl. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. I just I can't stand that song. It just it I. makes me wanna it just makes me wanna punch a wall. I, I didn't get on that train. I don't understand why the people in like my all guys high school would come blasting that song into into the parking lot at seven thirty AM junior year and I'm just like that's not cool at all. Ooh, this my this my shit. <laughs> This shit is bananas. Oh, God. But there was an Indian... You know where she done fucked up is when she started spelling words in her song. I don't need a goddamn spelling lesson in any song. I'm sorry. Fergie can handle that. Yeah, this is not Schoolhouse Rock. (laughs) Because Eunice are no Schoolhouse Rock character. Public Schoolhouse Rocks. God, I love that. Let's move on to Britney. So Britney Bitch... Britney Batch. That's what I thought Britney you said. Batch. Oh, my gosh. So there's all those memes going around saying that if Britney can make it through 2007, you can make it through this challenge in your life. Amen. Um, I don't think that's cliche quite yet because, well, when you enter in your fifth studio album calling it Blackout, that probably means you're going to go through a little bit of a Lindsay Lohan phase in your life, except right. not make it permanent unless you want to. Um, <laughs> but what I remember about 2007 was that Britney shaved her head, smashed in a cop car, mm-hmm. um, Anyway, she had a lot of indiscretions from 20, 2006 and 2007, mm-hmm. but we're thrilled she came back to us. Um, her comeback year in 2011 was uh, pretty much right at the beginning of the year when she came back with Hold It Against Me. Um, it was the number one on top of the and then after that, we made it until New Orleans, which was also up there, top seven, number three, and then I want to go, which is number seven. You know, now that I'm looking at her discography here, which is the seven I haven't said many times in my life, I'm looking at Britney Spears' discography, but you know, the longest Here's a fun trivia fact. The longest she went between albums was four years. And that was between 2003 and 2007. Interesting. She came off an album in 2009 and then 2011. But just the shit that she went through between those two years, yeah. it just felt like... Well, once you make Toxic, and okay. you basically can ride it. But then she also, I mean, to be fair, 2003 and 2007, that's when she had a little... Yeah, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a time. It can sometimes just be a life event. Yeah. Yeah. When, she met, when she married Jason Alexander! Toxic, toxic. Yeah, okay.
that lines up with her shave, right? When, when was the big shave? That was 2007. 2007, yeah. So, oh, yeah, because if you look at the album cover, she's it's obviously a wig. It's right. She doesn't have black hair. But I also think around that time, that's when they came out with Let Me See Your Dance. That was like the whole like kiss situation with Madonna. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I don't know any of these songs. And then, and then Tears, not the Tears that are Circus, the famous album Circus. Circus. <laughs> um, uh, I think that was her intermediary period. Womanizer's on there. <laughs> that girl is good at putting out albums with only one song that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's and somehow selling them. Because <laughs> yeah. then in 2011, I'd say her very successful return with Femme Fatale. Yeah. That was a that was a strong comeback. Because each year since then, what she's come out with, 2012, was... Uh, if you want to get uh, they looking at uh, Scream and Shout, that's what it yeah. is. And then after that was that stupid uh, work bitch. Yeah. You better work bitch. Because I'm looking at the songs on Femme Fatale. Till the World Ends. What a song that was. That was a monster in 2011. Yeah. I heard that at every dance club I went to. Oh, an Aguilar. Oh, all those dance clubs. Oh, man. Go to all them Texas A&M dance clubs. Like the chicken. Listen to, oh, God, the Dixie chicken. <laughs> listen, to, listen to all that rock and roll. I was, listen, I was living the fast life of rock and roll. <laughs> and listening to Femme Fatale. And listening to Femme Fatale, the 2011 great. Uh, like, look at, look at this. Like, uh, To the World Ends, Hold It Against Me, I Want to Go, uh, Big Fat Bass. I remember that song now that I'm looking at it. Okay, that's actually all the songs I know. There's four. Yeah. Four out of 16. Good God. And then Mark Bitch was on that one. Uh, so do artists just like run out of ideas for names and then just decide to make it like the first in the morning? Like you know when people go on Facebook and like try to like throw off their last name so that they can be discoverable only as a first name and the middle name. Yeah. Like that's what she was doing with her next one, just to you know, just to fuck with in, us. Incognito. Yeah, uh, it's like well you know maybe this is her version of like doing the self-titled like three albums deep, like Beyonce did. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. The what's it called? Ep- eponymous. Eponymous. I, some some SAT word I came across today. Oh boy! But actually, that's a good segue into our fifth one. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We've kind of butchered Britney to death. Not butchered. Oh, oh. We we celebrated Britney to death. Better work, bitch. Better work, bitch. So that last one, um, not the last one, but the next one is is they. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Matt Matt knows a lot more about it. Yeah. Just because Matt appreciates. Matt appreciates really good musical talent. Um, my Bay relationship is kind of like my Justin Timberlake relationship. It's very high level. But the respect level is there. Um, but we know that similar to Britney, she had a four-year gap after releasing four in 2011. Beyonce went on a child. Um, then she went on the Mrs. Carter World Tour. But we all remember in 2013 when, out of nowhere, she releases her album that was called Beyonce. And it came out of nowhere. Yeah. It's a platinum edition. And, I mean, think about every song that came out of that. Drunken Love, um, um, Partition. Um, all the songs that she wrote, Pretty Hurts, they were about, like, blowjobs. And, okay. You had my attention. <laughs> you had my attention before, and now it's at full mast. Yeah. No. That was, sorry, a little. You had my interest, but now you have my attention. <laughs> um, she wrote about love, sex, relationship injuries, um, bulimia, which I didn't even, I've not caught that at all from her lyrics, but this is according She's to. She's been in the spotlight her whole life. Yeah. She's seen her life. You have? Have you? No. I have. That's that's what you're missing. Uh, that's the piece that's not inside of you. Let me see you. Hey, I could have said that much better. No, but I mean, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, she won. Uh, she won a lot of awards for Beyonce. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we all love how there was a collaboration too with Jay Z, uh, with the collaboration on Drunken Love, which is pretty sweet. Um, and then of course. You know the I, I, my actually one of my favorite songs is Pretty Hurts. Um, it makes me understand a lot about what 
um, you know, what women go through in terms of just, you know, the, the pressure that they're under. And I think that that's, it's a very, it's, it's actually a very, um, it's, it's a very enlightening song. Oh, absolutely. And then there's Lemonade, but we can't review Lemonade because they're not on Spotify. Well, I bought it on it on iTunes, so I, I had $10 burning a hole in my pocket. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, so I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to look at when Destiny's Child was no moss. <laughs> it looks like it's around 2004. When did she come out with her first album? 2003. Oh, that little... That little sweetheart was cheating was cheating on Destiny's Child Aww, back in the day. Goodness yeah. gracious. Kelly Rowland. But she released Crazy in Love with Hazy. Hey wow. What a and Luther Vandross is also? No. But anyways, um no, she's she has a lot going on in between Beyonce and uh four four is one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh if you don't like the song um, Yeah, if you don't if you're not sexually turned on by the song one plus one juan plus juan <laughs> i don't know what to tell you that's one of my, the music video alone it's just like her in rain and oh my gosh <laughs> um slap my ass and call me sally <laughs> oh i love seeing what, what what that does to you um <laughs> But more, more, more Bay, I guess. I, I think that uh, you know we we love Beyonce. We can talk about it a lot. What's What's cool with her is with the the release of Beyonce. It it kind of she followed the Radiohead approach where they released In Rainbows, uh, just kind of out of nowhere. Now they gave their album out for free. That was the difference. But mm -hmm. Beyonce just kind of released it and it was available for purchase. But yeah. She's a businesswoman. She knows what she knows what she's doing. Exactly. She doesn't need me to explain how how to make things happen. But you know what? I still love it nonetheless. Oh, I eat it up. Beyonce, now she could smell like liquor. Now if they could get off the title bullshit, yeah. so I could listen to Lemonade on Spotify like a normal human being. It doesn't so, stop so me though. I've listened to Lemonade at least eight million times. Do you want to know something? Uh, Sorry is actually a great song to do push-ups to. Sorry, that's a good tempo. Exhale, uh, inhale, exhale, exhale, sing it. Inhale, exhale, sorry, exhale, sorry, exhale, sorry. I'm sorry. Best friend, no. <laughs> um, Had to censor that one. Uh, if you uh, if you take my yoga sculpt class uh, and are listening to that, Diana Lopez Negretti, I'm calling out to you. I'm going to take it, Rohan. I'm going to do it one of these days. I know I keep saying that. I'm just spitting shit over here. <laughs> just lying through my teeth. So we're going to take a little bit of a boomerang back from the pops and talk a little bit more about the, the classics. So let's go to Johnny Cash next and tossing that one over to, to Nat for, for... Yeah, so Mr. Cash, uh, well, I guess a lot of these albums were kind of released after people were either done or they were they hadn't been in a while. Um, the come back on to think of Johnny Cash is his cover of um, oh gosh I can't have a line for it on banter not on this not on our podcast um uh, uh, hurt, excuse me my God um, no he had a couple of he had a couple of, uh, of breaks he took so in 1994 he kind of took a, took a night off and uh, he came back with American Recordings uh, with my famous song Daily of Dawn um, he was just kind of getting towards the end of his career and he but he he came back with a with a really great intimate hit. So towards the end of his career, stuff got very, you could tell he was dealing with his own mortality mm -hmm. in that song, and Delia's Gone is a great personification of that. Um, probably, I think the most powerful song he came out with was Hurt, 
which was a cover of a Nine Inch Nails song. And um, Nine Inch Nails even admitted it's much better than their version of the song. But um, it's it's powerful. You, it's the last music video June Carter Cash was in with him. Yeah. And she died shortly thereafter. So it's like every time you see it now, back when he was still alive, you could kind of see him going back through his life and his experiences with her. And it was really sad. Um, and now it's even more sad because he's gone too. But uh, what, a, what a comeback he had. Um, we can talk about, uh, let's, let's move on to, uh, yeah, Led Zeppelin. They kind of disappeared. And then they, they became famous after pretty much they were done as a band. Right. Yeah, they, they cut on late, but then they, they had a little mini reunion. I think Robert Plant has had a more successful career out of that. Yeah. I did that fantastic album with Alison Krauss. Yeah. Um, he's he's another one of those once-in-a-lifetime vocalists. Just, just he's, he's got, they, the kid's got a set of pipes. Let's be honest. Let's yeah. be honest. Um, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back. All right. Now, should we talk specifically about Backstreet Boys or the career of the great Nick Carter? Uh, well, we can split it into two parts. I mean, first the Backstreet Boys, just to be out of homage to the band. I mean, we we grew up in the '90s on the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. But really, it wasn't until the late '90s when they made that true comeback. Mm. Um, and I mean, starting with Everybody, of course, being that one song. But when we, uh, you know, we we know so many other songs that, uh, you know, are now sing-alongs. We've actually talked about this in Bannerton. These were the songs. I think this was the episode where we said. Songs that uh, I don't want my family to know what I like, um, but how it wasn't cool to like actually voice it in sync and you know, be able to sing I want it that way or the shape of my heart or like any of those yeah. songs. But we actually all know them by heart and we'll happily sing them at any single one. Yeah. You know, you know, it's a comeback whenever the essential Backstreet Boys is then followed by several more albums. <laughs> right. <laughs> it just becomes one of those like let's continue listening to boy bands. Yeah. So Millennium comes out in 1999. So their first album comes out in 1996. Yeah. Everybody, Backstreet's Back. Mm-hmm. Now, how can they have a song called Backstreet's Back when it's on their first album? Uh, they may have had some earlier days when they were just playing, like, in their parents' garage and that was their concerts. But that's a good question. I don't know. So, the the hits that I know about more, I want it that way. Show me the meaning of being lonely. Okay, maybe it's just two songs I know. <laughs> oh, larger than my... Man makes you larger. <laughs> oh, they took the Britney Spears equation there. Let's just put the first three singles on one track one, two, three. No need to listen anymore, folks. We're shutting it down there. But then they come back in 2000, the very next year with Black and Blue. Like, how how terrible was that one year where they had massive success? They were like, okay, we have to slow it down. <laughs> I, they, there's no good songs on that album. Black and blue, or just aren't. So what about shape Nick of my heart? I guess. Yeah. So what about Nick Carter? Um, and the success that he had in his career, far more so than his younger brother Aaron. Oh, well, Aaron had a, a, a once in a lifetime album. It's just never going to be a better album than Aaron's Party. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Whatever. I'm into the album. <laughs> Oh man, I like it. That's how I beat Shaq, bro. That's and I'm just telling you the facts. He's just trying and he, look, dude. Aaron's a misunderstood soul. Okay. He's trying to throw a party. Okay. His parents are out. Of, his parents are gone to dinner. Okay. He's got. How long does dinner take in America? An hour. 
mm-hmm. two hours. They have a bottle of wine, three hours. He just wants to have his friends over. He wants to have a good time. He's trying to mack on his crush. He invites the whole school. There's people he said, hey, you're not allowed in here. They tried to fight him. He said, no, sir, no, sir. this is my house. Somebody broke the lamp. Someone spilled some stuff on the carpet. Mom's going to be mad when she gets home. Here's the driveway. Parents are home. Guess what? Grounded. And his brother probably didn't even buy the beer for him. Yeah. I didn't it's realize. A, it's, a, it's a sad story. He didn't, I don't think he got to mack on his crush. I, I, you're right. I didn't realize there was some deep-rooted event. Yeah, dude. If you really dissect that song in gross detail like that, it's really this story of heartbreak. Yeah. But then, not but two tracks later, he does beat Shaq in a game of basketball. So there's some redemption. So there is redemption. It's it's a story. <laughs> I don't know how long I can keep this going. <laughs> Banter takes a little bit I'm of so a side so, side I'm so sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I I actually didn't listen to Nick Carter that much. I just okay. know that he had a solo career. But then they got back together four years later because yeah. his career just sucked. <laughs> Because I thought, I thought Incomplete was a Nick Carter song, but now that I'm looking, it's a Backstreet Boys song. Mm-hmm. And they, they went out, so that album came out in 2005. They have one, two, three more albums that came out after that. <laughs> in a world like this is their last release in 2013. Or what? That was recent. And do we know a single song off that list? Not at all. Yep. In a world like this, permanent stain, breathe, Madeline, show them, make believe, try, trust me, love somebody, one phone call feels like home and soldier. All great hits. <laughs> what is... That's why I love Spotify. I just like going through the vault like this. Right, exactly. Way better than iTunes. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Shall we proceed to uh, Aerosmith? Hang on, I, I have One to... more thing on Backstreet Boys, sorry. Wait, is he Nick Carter Green? Oh, just Nick Carter. I have to... I just want to know what his top songs are. Do you know any of these? Do I Have to Cry for You, Get Over Me, featuring Avril Lavigne, 19 and 99, Help Me, I Will Wait. I've never heard any of these songs. Never. Okay, well, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> now uh, that I think about it, that sounds better on paper, but when you actually break down Nick Carter's career, <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> His little brother had more hits than he did. Oh, no. That must suck. Well, Aaron Carter, you won in the end. Yeah. Um, moving on to Aerosmith. Uh, yeah, Aerosmith, man. So they had a, they had a really rocky 1980s. Um, they lost a couple of guitarists, uh, Steven and, uh, Steven Tyler and, um, uh, their guitar, oh boy, what's his name? Oh, whatever. They, they had a big belt with drugs that they were going through, and, uh, shit, shit just didn't go off in the 80s, but then they came out in the 90s with, um, and so they kind of, they took everything that was just really bad, and they just kind of redeemed themselves and came out with some, uh, you know, if you look at 1987, they had a good album come out with permanent vacation, and then Pump comes out in 1989, and it's just, yeah. That's kind of they're going to their shit, and I was like, okay, that's enough of this, Aerosmith, whatever. But then, 1993 comes out, get a grip. Right. Songs off this album, Living on the Edge, Walk On Down, Shut Up and Dance, Crying, which had a great music video. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they kind of came back and then uh, quickly ruined it for us, just with nine lives. But hey, let's let's not glaze over the fact that they came out with Don't Want to Miss a Thing from Armageddon. Which oh, right too. I mean, who hasn't, who hasn't sang that to a crush before? Well, I just remember it from that movie, The Sweetest Thing. Did you ever see it? With Christina Applegate. And, oh, my God. Uh, uh, what's that girl's name? Um, from uh, uh, from Legally Blonde. Uh, anyway, she... <laughs> Reese Witherspoon? No, no, the other one. The, the one that played her 
enemy that she was uh, that had taken her fiance. Um, anyway, Selma Blair. Oh. So Selma Blair. Um, oh, my guess was Nick Cage. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, she was performing some activity with a fellow um, mate, and uh, there was some. It got stuck somewhere, and she had to sing "Don't Want to Miss a Thing." Oh boy! To, yeah. Anyway, um, you can you can read the you can watch the film to, okay. to get out of that. Yeah, Aerosmith. It was a, it was a short-lived comeback, but they're still touring. They're so still I guess touring. I don't know. They're still coming out with music, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. It's like when it, when uh, the Rolling Stones keep releasing albums, it's like hey, stop, stop. Like, they just came out with an album in 2012. Now that I'm looking at it, the f- first song is called. L-U-V space X-X-X, all caps. Oh, my God. I got to get out of here. <laughs> In all caps. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I mean, following uh, Rick Ross. You know, like, it's just gross. It's like your grandparents. Stop. <laughs> Stop. What's going on? So they've, they've kind of had a couple of projects. I mean, they, they had that, you know, they, like where I think, you know, back in the early 90s, they had Dookie and those kind of albums. And they had good punk rock. And they had you know, Lemon and all those good albums. And so I think they probably did... Space in between their songs, and I kind of take a hiatus. I mean, like, but I'd say like 2000, even in a long time, 1997. So, their probably their last really good album was, I mean, Dookie was a classic, and then they just kind of had some okay albums. But then, in 2002, they had an album called Shenanigans, which I've never heard of. I think Warning was probably my last favorite album that I had from them. But then 2004 comes along with American Idiot. And what a what a comeback that was. And American Idiot was actually featured on our last Banter podcast. Yeah. It really, it truly was. Now that I think, and then wake me up when September ends, which I found a little depressing, but you know. Um, I'm a huge fan of Holiday and Bull, the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. But it got played a lot. It did. But it, it's, it's a really good song. Damn you, Kiss FM. American Idiot. But then, uh, <laughs> it just kind of, it, it just hasn't come well for them afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so comebacks sometimes can come with little asterisks next to it. Yeah. Just because you're back doesn't mean you're going to stay back. Um, number 11, Santana. Not Santana Gomorra, Christian. Inside joke. Uh, Santana's year was 1900 with Supernatural. Um, they had a pretty, uh, pretty long drought between the early 1980s and the late 1990s. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> basically had a couple huge flops. But then when they, uh, and surprisingly, despite this, they got Rock and Roll Hall of Fame status in the late 90s. But Supernatural was a big comeback in 1999. Smooth. Oh, I was hoping Rob Thomas was going to get brought into this. Oh, I love it. Rob Thomas, Lonely No More. So he's, had a, he's had a comeback of his own. He, he had has had. Between, what was his band? Uh, Matchbox 20. Yes. He sneaks in there from time to time, which, yeah. I, which I appreciate. I always get him confused with Mark Anthony. <laughs> really? I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Just in my head, I can't keep the two straight. Okay. Well. Um, yeah, nothing alike. <laughs> Whatever. Dime, though. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, the smooth one was number one on the top 100, followed by Maria as the second single. Um, surprisingly, Game of Love, which was released on Shaman a few years later, um, that featured um, uh, Michelle Branch, was actually not a number one. I felt like that was probably played the most. Yeah. Feeling the highs, loving the lows, but yeah, whatever. Well, I, I was a huge fan of Smooth, and still to this day am. Yeah. Who, who isn't, right? Yeah. Um, it was overplayed a lot, kind of like the Macarena in the 90s, but... At least everyone knew it. <laughs> I have a thing for the Latin music, though. That's true. That's true. The Macarena. And that would have also been the year of Ricky Smooth. Um, Living La Vida Loca. Precisely. Despacito. Uh, Despacito is still number one in our hearts. 
Um, number 12, Matt's favorite band, Fleetwood Mac. Are they your favorite band? They're uh, there. They were Miss Lorelai's favorite band. Ah. Apologies. My favorite band is, of course, Nickelback. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh I can't. I can't even say it without laughing. I'm so. I, um, Fleetwood Mac had a mini comeback. Actually, um, yeah, two of the members just had an album come out, uh, and I talked about it a little bit last episode. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not very good. Something about not having Stevie Nicks involved. Yeah, it's kind of like when you know the Fast and the Furious come back without having Vin Diesel. You know, they're just not going to be that good. Yeah, or with Paul without Paul. Yeah. Moment of silence. Anyways, uh, that was depressing. Uh, sorry, Paul. R.I.P., buddy. Um, yeah, uh, and then I'd, I'd like to end with one of my favorite bands, so Blink-182. Because they, they, they went through some stuff, man. They, uh, they had Tom DeLonge, who is, I don't know, finicky at best. So in 2003, they had their self-titled album, uh, Blink-182, come out. It had songs like I Miss You on it. And... Um, they go eight years without an album between them because Mr. DeLong went and recorded Angels and Airwaves. It almost died in a plane crash. It almost died in a plane crash. So, yeah, the, he, Angels and Airwaves had three albums come out. Yeah. And uh, then in 2000, and yeah, Travis Barker almost died in that plane crash. That's right. Yeah. yeah Sorry, yeah. I was thinking of Travis Barker. Yeah, yeah. Travis Barker almost died. Um, so they went through all that, and then they come out with a, a, what I thought was a pretty decent album, Neighborhoods, uh, uh, After Midnight was my favorite song off the album. Uh, and then um, Tom just kind of said no more, and he left the band. And so it's kind of hard to revamp a band when the singer goes away. Right. Van Halen's a great example. <laughs> Van Hagar can go fuck off. Right. Because Van, Van Halen with uh, David Lee Roth was much better. But um, they found a great singer, and uh, they recorded an album called California. And they've been touring, and they've been doing. It They've had a very successful tour, so it's a good success story to kind of end on. Yeah. A really good comeback. Now, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Angels and Airways is <laughs> hopefully dead forever. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Uh, well, that actually wraps up our list of, of 13 bands that we went through and artists. Yeah. And as you can tell, some comebacks are, are pretty big and are lasting. Others are kind of small spikes that come yeah. back down. We'll see how Miley's comeback is. Uh, she just yeah. released a pretty decent song in Malibu, so we'll, I'm, I'm keeping my eyes on her. So for Not in a creepy way, though. For part two of this episode on banter. Maybe a creepy way. Um, one more thing I'd like to conclude on, and I actually didn't brief Matt on this beforehand, but there is a slight possibility we may consider... A live recording. <gasps> Are we gonna do it? Should we should we talk about it? Let's talk about it. Okay, so on Friday, June sixteenth, there is an Enrique Iglesias and Putbill concert at the American Airlines Center. Worldwide. We talk so much shit about Pitbull. We gotta go to a concert. So we may take the GoPro with us, and banter may go live. I don't know. We'll see how that works. That may be illegal. It, it's a TBD situation. If nothing else, we will voice memo ourselves talking. Right during during sets, we won't we won't release snippets of the concert because we don't want to get in legal trouble. But we can, in between sets, respond yes. to how we're feeling. We, or we could video record ourselves. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, exactly. We'll take a lot of Snapchats. Yeah, yeah. Selfies and all the stuff that is fun. So that's this Friday, huh? This is this Friday. Oh my gosh. Um. So it's possible we haven't really figured out logistics yet. If we don't go, we'll make it up with someone equally. Amazingly, I think we just terrible. need to bite the bullet. Exactly. I right. wouldn't mind seeing Enrique Iglesias <laughs> sing by a most to me. <laughs> well, I also want to sing Pitbull get, say, Give Me Everything Tonight, you know? 
Oh my god, I forgot about the song. <laughs> I just I hope he plays Timber ten times and walks off stage. Oh my god, so what a concert! Funny story in um, on my global trips. There's a guy that tried so hard to get Timber played in every club we went to, Why? and would go bribe the DJs at the club with like ten euro. And one time wrote it on a napkin to give them, and they always they never played it. And he was so angry, and I felt so bad for him. Oh man, he literally tried this in four countries. What a mission, though. I know. God bless him. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so that that could be our next episode of Banter. Um, we're going to start trickling in once our Indiegogo is, campaign is done. We'll get those people on. Yeah. We'll get some, some other guests in here. And our recording quality will massively improve. Yeah, once we buy our equipment, it's going to it's gonna be a new banter, a new a new page of banter. But Banter's made it through six episodes now. Six episodes. So we're very proud of the momentum that we have. Yeah, maybe that could be our 10th episode debut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. Well, thank you, listeners. We appreciate you, and see you guys next week. See you next time. Leave us a review on iTunes or send us an email if you have any feedback. Please leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Did we not say please leave us a review on iTunes? Wait, time. did we mention to please leave us a review on iTunes? Thank you. See you guys later. Bye.